Hey, what's up, guys? So I'm here tonight with Rated 200 Proof. I mean, uh, Rated 200 Proof, I mean, you got to explain that to the crowd. So basically, I'm trying to get people up and out and exploring the world and enjoying everything about life. So it's like 100% unfiltered, pure, raw doses of, of adventure in life. So I'm rated 200 proof. So we rate things and everything in life, food, beer, experiences. And we just do a lot of stuff and just show people that you can get up and get out and have fun. Even if it's if you got four hours in a day, let's go do something. I get that. So like 200 proof. I mean, uh, to me, that sounds more like alcohol. But I, I, I totally hear where you're coming from. So you're trying to get people on this whole new experience, getting out there and exploring things. Rating things, uh, rating things pretty much from like a scale, I guess. Yep. Uh, so, uh, two hundred proof. I mean, what, what what is your ultimate goal though, as far as like, I mean, I mean, to promote yourself? Are are you gonna travel? Are you gonna just, I mean, do what you want to do? I'm gonna travel and just check out the wildest food, the craziest beer, the craziest alcohol shots, exotic places, exotic food, exotic experiences. And also just regular things in the neighborhood that people might not know exist. Just to show people like, hey, this is going on. We're out here. Where you at? So rated 200. So, I mean, I mean that I mean, you have a great point. I mean, that's exactly what people want to hear. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. The general crowd is going for. They want things to be rated. They want it to make worthwhile where they're going to spend their money and take a chance to visit. I mean, L.A. is a big city. So you doing that is going to be a big favor for a lot of people. But I mean, uh, is, it, is it, I mean, before I jump ahead and offend you, rated 200, is there a scale? Is is there a scale or, I mean, is it just a personal preference? I mean, what, how are you going to uh, intake uh, people's opinions? How do you feel when you get a really good mixed drink? What, okay, so yeah, that's a good question. That's actually that's actually a really good question because when I get a really good mixed drink, I'm totally judging on like if it's gonna be first of all if it's gonna be the mixed drink that I asked for, and second how smooth it's gonna taste. If it's you know if it's too much if there's too much alcohol put in it that just ruins the taste. I when I go out and I ask for a cocktail, I expect it to taste like I I wanted to taste. All right, exactly. So the scale is just like anything. It's like that drink was whack. That drink was dope. That drink was the best drink of my life. You know, we kind of tying everything into alcohol, too, because we love to have our drinks. There's a lot of different wine, beers, alcohol shots that go with food. And so we highlighting a lot of those. But in, in general, like sometimes you're drinking and you're smoking straight West Coasting. And you want to have some good food along with it. So kind of the alcohol ties into things because... We like to have a good drink, especially when we're working hard. We want to enjoy the day. We get home from a hard work working day. Want to have a good drink, so we kind of tie everything into that. I, I feel that. So, like, I mean, anyone can get a piece of food, like whenever they're hungry, whenever they're stoned or buzz, and it tastes great. So, what you just basically said that you're going to highlight certain things that go well with alcohol, right? Is is that's that's the uh, the impression that I got, and I mean. Uh, for the most part, like you could have like certain slices of pizza that just taste great with like certain IPAs, for example. Is that the kind of scene that you're representing? Yeah, but it's more like 
with or without the alcohol, like we, we're highlighting the food, we're highlighting the beer. So individual, just some places, the dishes are cool. Uh, certain places you want to pair it with good alcohol. We want to experiment and just kind of highlight the, the journey, but also just highlighting the venues and the restaurants, showing people what's out there. You guys hear that, right? So we're going to be basically just, you know, he's going to be going out highlighting everything that you guys have missed that those major videos, you know, with all those details, but the small details that pretty much they uh, left out that they really haven't uh, taken to, uh, in a, uh, into factor, right? For sure. And like, we just experiencing life. We just highlighting life. But at the same time, representing Long Beach, there's a lot of spots in Long Beach um, that are available for people to go eat. And they may not know. We'll review them. We'll go recommend dishes. We'll recommend beer. We love local beers and breweries. So just kind of highlighting stuff by region. You know, there's so much to do out there. And, you know, it's hard to know what everything's going on. But it'd be nice for people to hear as much as they can. So we just highlighting things across counties, across states, across countries. I mean, that's a great point that you just made. I mean, Long Beach in itself has so many restaurants. I mean, just so many activities do. I mean, just, I mean, if you just want to just, you know, pinpoint just restaurants in Long Beach, I mean, for days you can cover and just have so many, you know, gather so much information on all the restaurants and what they have to offer here in Long Beach. And I mean, that's just, <laughs> sorry, that's my burp. Hey, we do that here on the podcast, right? I mean, we're having a good time. No doubt. No doubt. So I think I'm having a good beer tonight. I'm, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to uh, spoil any sponsors. But for the most part, for what you're pointing out, though, I mean, there are so many great restaurants in Long Beach, uh, you know, uh, all kinds of different foods, all kinds of different foods, right? I mean, you cannot just say, hey, this, I mean, you can say this is one of your favorites, but I mean, you're going to have a challenge. So for what you just said, I mean, you're going to have a challenge on your hands. I mean, coming in, doing the podcast. Uh, not only representing restaurants, but also representing beers. Oh man, geez, I mean that's that's a big challenge, especially here in a city like Long Beach. I mean, how does that make you feel as a person? Uh, as far as like the work you got cut out for you, um, and like what's 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 your pinpoint? What are you trying to get? Like, what are you trying? I mean. 200 proof what are you trying to get out there to the people what's your major goal with all these restaurants all these type of beers that are represented in long beach what is your ultimate major goal as far as what you got to talk about that are it's going to have people interested i feel like i'm an ambassador to my city ever since i was little anytime cousins or people came from out of town I always wanted to show them what was it about. We would hit Crenshaw. We would hit, I want to see the hood, like whatever, whatever the case may be. So well, I, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I mean, I mean, I have to, but I mean, you said family members from out of town. What from what out of town? Because people want to hear this. So, I mean, you're, you're obviously from Southern Cal. Where have your family members come from out of, uh, were they out of state that were interested yeah. in hearing what's going on? Pretty much, I got uh, our family comes from Texas, and our other part of our family comes from Louisiana. Um, so anytime they came to town, they wanted to go hit the spots up. Um, I have a lot of friends, people in Oregon, Colorado, Atlanta, Georgia, 
South Carolina, when they come to town or Illinois, I want to show them what we do out here. And I, I'm not alone in that, but I feel like Long Beach is a place where even though I walk outside my door to go get food or breakfast or groceries or whatever, there's a lot of tourists in my neighborhood. So a lot of people come here to see what's going on. And it's nice to give them kind of like, OK, if you want to know what's going on, here's a little roadmap for you to like enjoy yourself for real, for real. You know, and like anywhere I anytime I travel, I live like a local. I'm in Vegas. I hardly hit the strip. You know what I'm saying? My brother and my sister live out there, but we live like locals when we're out there. So I like people to give people a little secret cheat codes when they come here so they can hit the up, up, down, left, right, right, right. Select B.A. start like the Contra code or whatever <laughs> to get the extra lives when they come out here to be like, all right, here's where I'm not going to go. Here's where I'm going to go. And here's where I'm going to understand and have a good time. No, I, I totally feel that because nowadays, like, I see so many posts that, like, on social media, it's, it's totally what everyone, all the, youth, all the youth is watching now. And it's, like, just the generic, basic bullshit of, like, from what we spawned from. Mm -hmm. And it's just nothing. It has, you know, no source of any kind of uh, recognition from what we're really trying to show people of what we represent. Like, you know, you'll see a post about like signal hill you know park and it's mm -hmm. not it doesn't really show the roots you know what i mean mm -hmm. and so you just pretty much explain it pretty uh i think for uh for the most part a lot of people won't understand what you said but i mean a lot of people from knowing from where, where you're coming from and you know come from the same place know exactly where, you know what you got to say and i mean uh it's just yeah there's a lot of confusion of what's happening in uh, major media and what's, uh, you know, what, what history is uh, really representing, right, for the most part? Mm -hmm. No doubt. Um, sorry about that. No, it's all right. So, I mean, uh, like, it, 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 it's hard to explain to the, to the younger crowd, I mean, about what's going on and what's real. I mean... Uh, and, and let me clarify real quick. It's up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A, select, start. Like, anybody, like, <laughs> trying to, like, fact check me on the Contra code, like, out of all the video games they've ever done, like, that's the one we need to make a video game after Contra. Do you remember the Mike Tyson one? How to get to Mike Tyson? I don't remember the code, but I used to just, like, say, fuck it. I want to just get to him on my own because he wasn't the dopest nigga to fight, really, if you think <laughs> about it. So I think it's 373-596379 or... 373 oh shit fuck i do remember it for the mo like somewhat for the most part but there was a code but uh just from what you just said you have a great point i mean is it worth it <laughs> that was the dopest shit in video games back in the day <laughs> it was like to put in the codes and know the little things like in mario brothers how to get the extra lives when you bounce off the turtle like i don't think a lot of people know what that even means but I feel like giving the cheat code to people when they come to Long Beach to be like, yo, check this restaurant out. Check this particular place out. Check this cocktail out at this particular place. Like, you'll feel safe. You know what I mean? That's what we're trying to really do. And that's just Long Beach as an example. But because I travel a lot of places and I get love wherever I go and people let me know the, the secret codes for places, I feel like I'm okay to share some of that information with the rest of the people to make sure when you go to somewhere, you got that little experience. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You're absolutely right. I mean, a lot of times, I mean, people have a different preference on what bar they kind of want to choose in Long Beach. But there are so many bars, whether you want like a laid back, kick back, like you want to get a good meal 
or you want to hear some like punk rock and you're uh, you know you got the v room i mean you got so many preferences to choose from and long beach is like a tricky city i mean pretty much uh it should be its own county away from la LA's got, like, I don't know what LA is. This LA is weird. Like, when you go to LA, you got, like, LA, downtown, uh, hardcore gangs, whatever hap- whatever is happening there. You got, like, West Hollywood with the gays and stuff. Nothing against them, but it's just kind of a different, you know, a different kind of uh, environment. Yeah. And then when you come to Long Beach, though, when you come down to Shoreline, it's kind of more chill. It's kind of, you know, just Ray 200 said. It's just... You know, pretty much basic and chill. I mean, uh, it's 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 a, it's a world of its own, right? Let me, let me tell you. I always tell people, like Long Beach and L.A. are different. And when I grew up in L.A., you could live on one block. It'd be a block where nothing but crips. You can go one block over and there's nothing but bloods. So the proximity for bloods and crips was different. In Long Beach, it's kind of you're on an island because ain't really no bloods out here. It's just crips. And then they got the Samoans on the north side, and then like, you know, the 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 Longos or whatever, like the Mexican gang or whatever. But it's Crips on the island, kind of. So they kind of have a different attitude than in L.A. when we grew up, where it's Bloods and Crips. And I always tell niggas like, I give them the example like, L.A. and Long Beach. The difference is like in L.A. you go to buy some weed, niggas will come back to your car and give you like oregano or some shit. In Long Beach, you give them the money to go get it, like they never come back. Like, that's the difference. Really? So, either way, you're getting burned, right? <laughs> I mean, is that but, the truth, though, There's man? two different ways to look at it, right? Like, I'd rather, I appreciate the nigga that come back. At least he trying. Like, he didn't have to come back. But it's an honor system. <laughs> but who the fuck is this guy working for, though? I mean, who's going to come up and, like, represent some fake-ass shit to you? I mean, fuck, that guy's got balls, right? I mean, because he get fucking killed right? on site, that's right? Better, that's better than not coming back. How so? I'm just saying. <laughs> if I trust you to give me my money, I expect you to at least give me something back. Like, I don't give a fuck what it is, but at least in L.A., you're going to get some oregano back or whatever. If if you get something back, it's gonna be, it might be oregano, it might be real, whatever, at least. And in Long Beach, the nigga just not coming back. Fuck that, dude. I'd rather play Russian roulette. I mean, <laughs> fuck. Honestly, right? I, I'd rather have something to smoke, at least. I mean, fuck. I mean, something to smoke, Russian roulette. I mean... If that's the case, and you're the fucking... What the fuck? So, I don't know. I mean, this this whole shit is just fucked up. I mean, for the most part. But, I mean, do you still have loyal people in this game? Of course. There's always those people, you know? There's always going to be the loyalty ones. It's, it's always a balance. There's yin and the yang. So, you always going to have the positive and the negative, the light and the dark. So, that, that, that'll, ne- that'll never change, you know what I mean? But... Um, as far as like loyalty, like I rather had a nigga come back with something for me to smoke and I'm gonna hit it and maybe realize it ain't what it is or whatever. But niggas inhaled something. Like it ain't like a nigga just gonna come, like not come back at all. I give money and like just, we just wait and he never come back. Then I'm walking away disappointed with nothing. I'd rather have something. <laughs> so that's what I, that's my little joke for LA and Long Beach, Long Beach cast. No offense to Long Beach because I've been living in LB for. The last twenty some years, and so, so, so let me ask you something. It's, it's always been love here. So if if it's always been love, though, let's be straight out though. What have you ever been jacked in Long Beach for anything? Have I been jacked? Jack somebody? I'm. Mean, we gonna keep that. No, no, no. no, 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 no. I'm just kidding. Have you, have you been like jacked? Like has your car been broken into? I've, I've been living downtown Long Beach area for twenty years, and my car's been broken into three times. 
Three times. Three times. And every time I get mad and be like, fuck it, I'm going to just leave some blank CDs in the car with the door open and just chill across the parking lot with my back. No, 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 but what, your car has been broken into three times. What is, was anything stolen? Whatever's in my car. Was stolen? Like, so your car was in So on Christmas Eve, motherfuckers broke into my car (laughs) on COVID. Christmas Eve? On COVID. Yeah, oh, fuck. I had my computer laptop in there. Why would you... Wait, wait, wait. Why the fuck would you leave your laptop in your car? In Long Beach, period. Because I forgot it was in my work backpack. And I was driving around for 30 minutes looking for parking. You um, that's, And I had like 12 Christmas packages in the car. Okay, so... Like, and I parked under a light on a busy street on 4th and Alamitos. Uh, so typical. And I came out. The next morning, my windshield was broke, and they took nothing. Bro, so but like my vape pen that was in my console. Okay, so for the most part, the best score they had was your vape pen because they got high. The laptop, they probably. It was a dope vape pen. I'm, I'm still upset about that. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. This morning, your laptop because the laptop they just gave away for what they could get high on the next for the next part. Long Beach, though, you cannot. Fucking leave, bro. Anything in your car. You should have known better. I know better. You should have known now? better. Now you do. But the thing is, you cannot leave. I had an, I had other multiple friends that have left, like, laptops. And, like, oh, I shouldn't have uh, left that in my car. No fucking shit. Because- Nigga, it was Christmas Eve. Okay? Like, Santa Claus was in the air at that time. Well, it was, like, 1137. Like, I always, as a kid... I would set my alarm for midnight and look out the window and look at the moon just to see if I could see Santa Claus's silhouette come across the moon. I don't know why that, I thought that was a thing. So I I'm like, I, I finally found parking at 1137. I'm yeah. like, it's Christmas Eve. It is. It they is. didn't touch none of the Christmas packages. <laughs> the niggas was like, I don't want no Tupperware. Yes, you, <laughs> you got. You got. You I don't want no foot massager. What the fuck I'm gonna do with that? No, of course not. Because you got to picture Santa Claus as not being a raw shopper. And just <laughs> raw, rolling out, flying across the fucking sky. And then you got these fucking scumbags that are robbing shit from what they can see inside of windows. And then you got guys like you that leave a laptop in there. I mean, it's like a fucking, it's like the bonus catch, bro. It was in a backpack. That's exactly what they're fucking hunting for. You got to, okay. I didn't know my my backpack was in there, my work okay. backpack. So, no, so I missed the backpack more than the laptop. Fuck, so think about this. If you're a smash and grab robber, a fucking smash and grab robber, think about it. Think about it. Picture yourself in the shoes of a smash and grab robber and you go up to a car. There's fucking thousands of cars on the streets, but you see a backpack. You see a backpack. You're going to fucking break in the fucking window to see what's in that backpack. Chances are, 90% of the time, it's fucking empty. You got a fucking peanut butter and jelly sandwich <laughs> smashed up in a fucking Ziploc bag. Hopefully, hopefully a point five like a nug, possibly like for a half a bowl. Something. Stuck in there from like medicinal purposes, half quote unquote. Yeah. And nothing fucking else. I mean, so you know, you know, relatively speaking to what you were talking about. I'm an idiot, yeah. No, no, no. We got no hope for our mental capacity, but we all, we also got mental break-ins. So what do we do to calm down crime in LA and continue to have a good time? Slap the shit out of people. 
no, 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 no. That's, that's, that's definitely a point. You know, we can smack the shit out of people. All the people that interfere in us having a good time. But what are we ultimately going to do, though? What are we ultimately going to do to 100 rate it? As far as smashing grabs, high high gas prices, and uh, an all-time of uh, people having, you know, personal therapy and all-time depression. Everything comes down to control, but I feel like in the sense of just, um, you know, trying to control things. I mean, we just got to be better people. We're, we're part of being this whole thing. We're ready to improve. Another part of it is just trying to help the homeless people um, in Long Beach here. We're dealing with a whole lot of, of that. And from being here for as long as I've been, we just see an increase an increase in mental health issues and stuff. So we're trying to do feed one, clothe one. And then provide food and clothes for just people here because the problem's not getting no better, but at least we can try to provide a little bit of hope for people. You know, there's no other way around it right now. And it's hard to just when you walk past somebody, you see them on the street and you kind of want to avoid them. But these people need help. And ultimately, the goal is to be able to interview these people, see what they need to do. Some people are two checks away from being homeless. A lot of these people on the street were two checks away and ended up out there. So trying to provide solutions for them uh, and trying to get them back on their feet, the ones that can, and then get help and medicine for the ones that don't. I mean, ultimately, I feel like there's just too many people. Like, over the years that have gone by, like, literally, like, it's been, I mean, it's, I don't know, really, bro, like, where we, like, pit in place the the corona pandemic and then our, ep- our economic pandemics that were existing and building. And I understand 100% that the corona, you know, academic to our economy has had a major influence on what we're seeing now. Without a doubt, right? And uh, with that being said, though, it's like we have no literal choice on where we draw the line as citizens, Mm -hmm. whether we vote for it or not. It's like where do we draw the line for, uh, you know, having to uh, house these uh, people that are under... You know, uh, mental capacity states that we can, you know, that as society we cannot provide. Mm-hmm. No, without a doubt, they need, you know, they need ho- hospitalization, mm-hmm. and uh, we have just this huge crime wave of people that are under distress, rather from financial or uh, mental, you know, uh, uh, situations, and uh, I just feel this is something that uh, the government. Has just need to step up, and if they do, it's so far and beyond their power, uh, they will never be able to catch up. What's your opinion on For that? Sure. I mean, how much money has Biden sent to Ukraine? You know, millions, millions, and it's like that amount of money. Of, of money. And uh, I recently heard this on Joe Rogan podcast is that amount of money that is being sent to Ukraine. Uh, sorry, folks. Totally drinking. <laughs> is uh, by far, it's just 
way more massive amount than we need to cure some cities. Yeah. Flint, Michigan, just name one. Yeah. I mean, there's documentaries on Netflix that everyone can watch now, which I'm totally happy about because this totally exposes parts of America, America, which are donating millions. Like, uh, you know, I, I hate to say it. I totally hate to say it, but Ukraine, you know, uh, being invaded by, I, I, I just kind of get to the point being an American and seeing the the problems that we have here in our country, it's just draw the line. That's their, that's their deal. And I hear about the millions that are donated there. We need millions donated mm -hmm. to certain parts here in America. Mm -hmm. You want to talk about crime and war? Has anyone looked in the poverty levels or the death rate of uh, individuals that takes place in Chicago, in the south side of Chicago, mm -hmm. in the west side, the east, uh, just Chicago all over, in parts of Atlanta, Georgia? I mean, these are things that are happening here in America, and we're, we're donating all kinds of money. And using still, still the pandemic as a crisis, like some kind of handicap. But yet alone, we have Americans that are suffering financially, living in poverty. Rated 200? I mean, what's, what's your overall take on that? It's like a lot of people are, I think I saw something today that said 5.4 million people are behind on their rent since COVID. Jesus. Due to COVID issues or losing I mean, their job or whatever like that, you know, what I mean, and, I mean, compared to overall population, it might not seem like like a lot, but that's a lot, you know. And a lot of people have been affected. A lot of people are having a hard time getting their money from the EDD or different things, disability, and all kind of stuff. Like I don't understand how they expect people to live. So we've a lot of the countries dealt with a lot of stuff. Meanwhile, we're sending money to Ukraine and different things like that. Or whether you feel right that feel like that's right or not like a lot of times we're not taking to care of business at home you know and that that's a big deal for me and so that's part of the reason why you know when you're driving down the street and you see a hitchhiker like what makes you stop what makes you don't stop i feel like when you walk past a homeless person like what makes you help what makes you don't help like that's why we're just trying to do that a little bit and try to figure out what we can do but like you said bro like you know, I mean, it's it's a crisis right now in general, and it, it all ties into control. Um, but we all got to just try to do our parts and then hold people accountable, too. You know, that's just this part of it, you know, as far as politics or local politicians, whatever, you know, the old school way still works. You know, send letters, write, be down the walls, whatever you got to do, but still be a decent human beings and try to help when you can. I'm not trying to stand on like. Uh, a, a chair or anything like that but you know we all got to do our, our our little part but i hope i answered your question <laughs> no no you did you did you definitely did i mean we definitely went into the deep process about w what we feel the progress of this country is i mean head to i mean it's obviously our our bottom line is like we're gonna speak our we're gonna speak our truth but so many people are going to take offense of, to what our opinions truly are. But if you really look into details, 
and research what we're trying to say, you will absolutely see that we are not far-fetched from the truth. And when I say the truth, it's not just about what's real. It's about what's happening now and what the reality is of thoughts and actions of people that are influencing your life and that are happening around you right now as we speak.